A true leader has the confidence to stand alone, the courage to make tough decisions, and the compassion to listen to the needs of others. He does not set out to be a leader, but becomes one by the equality of his actions and the integrity of his heart. And who is that? Thank you for taking this time to stop and think about it. Hello? Hello, anybody home? I think, McFly, think. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. What were you thinking? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Don't say anything now. Just think about it. You're listening to Stop and Think About It, a podcast for the Christian thinker. In a day when sound biblical preaching has been replaced by man-centered entertainment and the church has become increasingly anti-intellectual, this podcast will encourage believers to think biblically and theologically. So please join me as we get ready to stop and think about it. Greetings, friends and foes, saints and sinners. Welcome to another episode of the Stop and Think About It podcast. I'm Phil, the Bronx Expositor, along with my co-host, Glenroy, the West Indian wordsmith, and joining us once again, the Puerto Rican Puritan, also known as Nick Vasquez with the new haircut. <laughs> nice. It's looking sharp, though, I have to say. I try, I try. It's very smooth. It's very smooth, you know? I have to have a hat on because you guys got the smooth haircuts, you know? So, all right. Uh, so we're, we're looking today at a template for discerning leaders. Um, off the bat, who's your favorite leader? Pastor Peter Nicotra. Pastor or are you Peter Nicotra. Or are you talking about in general? Yes, either or. All right, oh. how about that? We'll do this. Favorite historical leader? Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Nick? Crickets. Like Reagan. Reagan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, how about MacArthur? <coughs> Not Johnny John. Mac. Johnny Mac? <laughs> Douglas. <laughs> AKA J Mac. Douglas uh -huh. MacArthur. Uh, I'm sure he's in the top 50. Top 50? Yeah, yeah. After okay. Trump. Yeah. Oh, you went to Trump? All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Got you. All right. Hopefully nobody threw anything at the screen right now. If you are uh, someone who doesn't like them. <laughs> All right. Or somebody salivating, you know, because there's always the extremes. Don't every leader they. should be, every good leader should be a little controversial. Don't okay. say the T word. Don't say the T word. <laughs> Orange man bad. Orange man bad. <laughs> <laughs> DJT then, whatever. All right. So I think there's a lot of confusion as to what a leader actually is. Mm -hmm. um, I think most people say things like, well, you know, a leader is someone who always has good character. Uh, a leader is someone who always does the right thing and so on and so forth. But I mean, was Hitler a leader? Yes. Is that was. a trick question? I mean, he, he led my country. Right. Yes. Hitler, Stalin, Pol Pot. Well, uh, no, was the question, was he, is he a leader or was he a good leader? Was he a leader? Yes. He was a leader. Yes. Well, how, how come anytime someone wants to like point to like a wicked leader, like Hitler is like the go-to? Uh, Trump is second. Don't forget. <laughs> no. I think Hitler's second now. 
<laughs> but really, I mean, isn't it true? Every time somebody like wants to go to a wicked leader, they they go straight to Hitler. But, even like, when they, even when they support that, even when he would even though he would have supported their point, yes. <laughs> right. I mean, they never go around the world yeah, to yeah. all other wicked leaders that have been all throughout history. Stalin, Pol Pot, you know, there's a bunch of good ones to go. For. Mao Zedong. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, Pol Pot yeah. killed more killed more than than all of them, right? Yeah. No, I think Stalin killed the most. Killed the most. Stalin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think there's a lot of confusion again as to what a leader is and is not. All right, Nick, when you hear leader, what which, what do you think a leader is? Um, somebody who's influential and doesn't take that influence for granted and uses it for the glory of God. <clears throat> you know, somebody who he takes initiative and he carries himself in a way he carries himself as a leader even when nobody's around. So he, you know, there's an example there. He doesn't just uh, uh, act a certain way in front of the people he's leading. It's something that he carries with himself everywhere he goes. So it's not somebody who like puts on one mask and then puts on another mask when they're away from the people. Right. You know, in um, he gains the trust of people, um, mm -hmm. not just because of the words he's saying, but because of the life he's living. Glenn, what say you? A leader is someone who goes down with the ship. Mm. He he rides at the head and goes down with the ship if it sinks. Oh, because I was going to say, if you, somebody goes down with the ship, that could be the butler or the last person who couldn't get on the boat. <laughs> uh, if you want to clarify it by saying by, 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 by choice, he's the last one who goes down with the ship. Okay. I think I think that says everything about what a leader is in terms of so being sacrificial, making sure everyone else gets off the boat, making sure that someone has to dare and steer it. You know, it, it, it's usually the guy who's willing to stay until the very, very end. Um, for example, I talked about Pastor Peter as being one of those. Comes first one there, last one there, you know, willing to help out, willing to lift things, willing to do things that he doesn't necessarily have to do at his stature. Um, to me, it's a self-sacrificing person. We don't have to talk about stature today. I'm just saying, you know. Nick's doing okay. <laughs> and, um, and, and to clarify, Mao Zedong beat them by far. I think it's 45 million people starved, killed, and anything else really? you can do. Yeah. Really? Yes. That's the one that's the one that Mike Mike Tyson has tattooed on him, doesn't he? <laughs> Mike Tyson the Muslim? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um well, there were certainly some uh, some killings by certain uh, Muslims leaders as well. Um, so, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Phil. That's the religion of peace. Be careful. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, I'm talking about like radical, you know, terroristic okay. ones specifically. Got it. Not Got it. Got it. not uh, using a general uh, generalization. So, mm -hmm. but thank you. Um, so we played this game as kids. Follow the leader. So I, 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 I did not. You didn't play that. Yeah, I, don't, I never even heard of that game. <laughs> no, I've heard of the game. <laughs> I've heard of the. I've heard the game, but I've been the leader. So I mean, they follow me. Yeah. All right. How about the? Y'all play Simon Says. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I played yeah, play play Simon Says. Okay. You had yeah, somewhat yeah. of a childhood. I thought. Yeah. You know. 
<laughs> I was reading. I was reading some big books when I was young, my friend. Well, you know, you were it's like follow is, is follow the leader the the grammatically correct way to say it, or well, you know, <laughs> kind of similar. It's, so, it's it's similar, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's similar. So I mean, basically, a leader is someone who can obtain followers because if you have no followers. You're just kind of take a walk in the park by yourself if you have no leaders. So you can have great mm -hmm. character. You can have all kind of underlying qualities that might be helpful uh, in leadership. But if nobody follows you, can you really say you're a leader? Mm. Uh, now, I've always slightly disagreed with Pastor Phil. I agree with him in principle, but I, I believe that, you know, there are some people who have, I believe leadership qualities can be in a person. And sometimes it's a circumstance that allows it to, to come out because a lot of leaders can, can be quiet leaders. Um, and so, and some people are, are being followed without it being explicitly said so, but I do agree 99% of the time it's correct, but there are some people like I would say, and, and you can tell me I'm wrong, Pastor Phil, there are people in the church who may not speak as loudly, may not do things, but they're leaders in just the way that they carry themselves without anyone specifically saying, I'm doing it because Phil is doing it. So that's one caveat to it, but I do agree that it's really hard to be a leader if no one's following you, but I think it can be demonstrative. Like I said, the one going down with the ship, yes, he might be the butler or, you know, the steward, but by him choosing to say, I will go down with the ship while everyone else goes to safety, that in myself is leading if no one is following him in that action. Yeah, because I mean, just think about, and obviously we'll, we'll unpack this more in a little while, but uh, if Jesus said, uh, come follow me, and none of them went, mm. <laughs> um, mm. I don't think anybody would look at him as a spiritual leader. Correct. Uh, because Correct. one of the hallmarks of being a rabbi was you had to have, uh, you know, um, followers. You know, mm. people had to follow the rabbi and want to kind of eat out of the palm of his hand and sit at his feet and what he was teaching. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and so Jesus certainly had that. He had his enemies as well. But he certainly had uh, followers, albeit not perfect, but followers uh, nonetheless. Um, and it was Jesus who said in Matthew 20, 25 through 28, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their great one exercises authority over them. It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant that might be the word slave i have to look that up and whosoever would be first among you must be your slave oh there it is even as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many so uh, jesus he he has something to say about um the rulers of the gentiles and the way that they the way that they carried out their leadership. Mm -hmm. um, he, he wasn't commending them. So, I mean, what, what are some of the things he's hitting at with, with, uh, with bad leadership right off the bat? What do you see in that text? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is, um, you know, I've always been sort of a leader in every group that I've, I've been in, but when I was specifically given a position at my job, the recent, most recent job to be in charge of people, the first thing I did was kind of like, do it this way. This is my way. This is how we're going to do it. Why are you just, you know, and I was very abrasive and I kind of said, all right, this is my position. I'm using it as a club. Do what I'm saying, you know, not following me because, hey, I'm a good example, but 
I was given this authority, do what I'm saying. And I think it's this dominating, you know, I'm more powerful, I'm bigger, I have this authority kind of way of leading, which is what Jesus is condemning, I think. Mm. I think, I think like, uh, I think Jesus points out here an abuse of, of leadership. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the rulers of the Gentiles, the way they lorded it over them, they exercise authority. Um, and, and Christ is saying kind of here, like, um, you humbling yourself, you, you being other oriented, and people will recognize your authority. Um, I think I, there's a difference. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, I think it's something to be said. I, that was a great point, Nick, where you don't always have to exercise it. You know, like, you know, and Phil, you're good at this. Sometimes you can just say, hey, you know, can someone do this? Rather than saying, you stop, you get up, you do this. Can someone do this? It's like, I can command you, but I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to do it of your own accord. And that can, that is a powerful leadership tool, I think. Um, that you can't use if you're always, you know, you're leading by fear or by um, terror. Then Christ, yeah. then Christ, that on verse twenty eighty, he, he he says, you know, just just as the Son of Man, so follow follow my example. Mm. You know, mm. I, I I came to serve. I did not come to be served, but to serve. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so he's he's our main example uh, of what leadership is to look like, right? Mm -hmm. you know? Sure, I mean he's he's the pinnacle you know, uh, that we, that everyone should strive for, um, in leadership. There, there's no better leader that has ever walked this planet other than Christ. Uh, any good quality that a leader has ever had was already in Christ. Um, and so, I mean, I think we see qualities in some of the other men in scripture. We see Moses, we see Elijah, we see Elijah, uh, Elisha and Elijah, uh, Joshua and so on and so forth. Um, so, I mean, we see leadership qualities uh, all around, but we also see their warts, but Jesus had no warts. Uh, he had no downfalls of his leadership. Um, his, his leadership was, was impeccable. It was flawless. It was perfect. And if there's anybody that we can take a page from, uh, it would be Jesus. Well, we have a whole book, so there you wait, go. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Did, we, did me and Nick fail the test? Were we supposed to say Jesus when you said our favorite leader? Well, oh, hey, hey. cut the tape. Let's I thought that out. that Let's was a given. <laughs> no, um, I, I fell for that one. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, the the Gentiles, uh, they lorded over to the people. Um, they put the heavy on people. Uh, and so there's kind of different levels of leadership and, and putting the heavy on someone is, you know, I'm the boss. You do it because I'm the boss or I will crush you. And usually um, those leaders are not the ones, they won't get their hands dirty. No, they, they no, won't go down with the ship. Except by the blood of their followers. Right. Right. <clears throat> I they think, uh, didn't Saddam Hussein like shoot like a bunch of people in his own family? Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I think he killed like his own family members and things like that. You know, <clears throat> and, and we go back to our favorite uh, punching bag, uh, Hitler. When he was going to be captured, he committed suicide, you know, right? You couldn't deal with it. Why all of your right. generals, all the other people had to kind of stand for all the things that you did. And he was like, nah, nah, I, I, it's not going to end well for me. I'm going like, no, stay there. Take the punishment, take the, take the villain. You know, you did it when you were up on top and you thought you were going to conquer the world. You were 
at the forefront of everything. And now when it's collapsing around you, you are not going to stay and take your medicine. You know, and, and yeah. that's, that shows you the ultimate, like, um, lack of leadership, lack, lack of, of standing faithful. But he was an example of domination. But sure, what I say. Also, so can we say he was an example of being an effective leader, not necessarily a good one? There we go. I mean, yeah, he did have yeah. the following. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and he, mixed, he mixed in, you know, he gave them, he sold them a dream. He sold them... Mm-hmm. You know, we're good. Everyone else is beneath us. Let's crush them. And the people that supported him, made, he made them feel like they were in this top position. And that's how he did it. But that's just a losing battle after a while, right? Uh, this is the opposite of what Jesus says, that no, we are all in the lower position. Yeah, he certainly was able to get people to drink the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think that one thing that is often missed is that uh, as you're thinking of leadership, it's more about, and I think one of you mentioned this uh, influence, not just position, mm-hmm. because just think about it. You could put somebody in a position of leadership, give them a title uh, of leadership, like in a sports team, right? Who, who normally becomes the captain of the team? They normally don't put the weakest player as the captain of the team. Mm-hmm. They normally put the best players at the, as the captain of the team. They might be the most skilled player, but they might not be the most qualified to be a leader. Just because their skills are good doesn't mean their leadership is good. And so I think there's just such a wrong understanding out there concerning what leadership is. And they think it's position, not influence. I mean, um, all right, let me let me throw this one out there. Do you think that uh, that the president right now um, is the one like really running things in the White House? Are we talking about Donald? The 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 Donald Trump we're talking the about or, or the person that's there now? <laughs> the person that's currently occupies oh, the seat. Oh, okay. Uh, no. I mean the resident. The <laughs> resident. I, I, I do not believe that he knows where he is half the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so many of his views have, have, have flipped and flopped. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed that many of the things that he said that he wouldn't do, he, he is doing. Uh, many positions has radically changed uh, over the years. For, for, um, for, exa- for example, he had specifically said he didn't believe in getting rid of the uh, student loans. And, you know, that's not something we could do as, as a campaign wind down. And, you know, he wanted to get a couple more votes. All of a sudden he's for the reform. He's, he's ready to bankrupt the United States so everyone else can get, you know, get the, those uh, student loans to go away. And that's just one position flip. He's he also he is also on record as saying, uh, you know, acknowledging that that marriage is between a man and a woman. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. Anything, anything prior yeah. to two thousand eight doesn't count, so, brother. No, <laughs> we, we can indict the entire political system on that one. I think yeah. uh, they they all said it. They all supported it. They used so, to have rallies about it. They used to have resolutions. So in the government, you can, you know, it's not a law, but they would have like a joint Congress resolution saying this is so, this is so. They all signed it, but now it's forgotten. Now they're all, you know. They- this, is the, this is the flavor of the month. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. and, I, and yeah. I think that um, real leadership is is motivation, not manipulation. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we see is manipulation. So in other words, <clears throat> who's going to be happy with the president, right? Um with this decision of the issue with student loans. Mm-hmm. 
right? I mean, that would be <laughs> some, people some that people went here, to college. Some people are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so generally, uh, I saw that most people who, more people who went to college vote Democrat. Yes, that is correct. And someone, correct. someone said, well, uh, it's, you know, therefore Democrats are smarter. Well, mm -mm, no, mm -mm. I mean, if you're thinking about uh, the many of the professors in our institutions, are they conservative or liberal? Now, I, I would consider school now as an indoctrination center. Uh, well, it, it is. But the teachers, right? Are there professors? No, that, that they're indoctrinated in the, the liberal democratic position, right? Yes. So it's not that it's not that the intelligence level is higher. It's that the indoctrination into liberalism. So now if you turn around and say, yeah, we're going to get rid of your student loans, you know, to me, it just sounds like buying the vote. Am I wrong? No, no, it's definitely buying the vote. And and this mm -hmm. is something that's been going on. Like I said, when I was in college, I, they, almost all my classes was pushing me towards transgenderism. I'm talking about, and I'm a little old, you know, a little seasoned. Uh, so this is not recent, you know, in the last uh, 20 years ago, they were pushing towards transgender. I had this whole course where I, I, I read about 5,000 pages of literature just explaining to me how capitalism was bad. And, you know, we need to have like a society of small groups and they were talking about global warming, all those things. And, and I, to this day, I remember it because that's all mm -hmm. I was taught. And so if you're not a critical thinker, not stupid, I'm not saying that, but if you're not a critical thinker, you just say, all right, all these very important, brilliant people are telling me that this is the way it goes. Who am I to go against climate change, to go against transgenderism, to go against homosexuality, to go against all these different great things that is brilliant for professors saying? And in a sense, in a way, the people who should be the leading us are so like manipulated that they cannot have their own thoughts about these issues. Even when you tell them, like we had this whole pod, you know, we did several podcasts about abortion where we were at a game that is recently uh, passed and they, and it says reproductive rights are human rights. Yeah, well, the woman, reproductive rights that they're, yeah. A woman's Repro soccer game, right? Yeah. Yeah. The reproductive so rights are the killing of other humans. How could that be a human right? Right. What are you reproducing? <laughs> a person right but a baby? but they're right but they're using big words and they're putting the big words together in a sentence and then it's like oh it sounds it sounds brilliant where someone like us who are not as educated would say that word doesn't mean what you're saying it to mean no Is this poetry? Not, they won't even debate so they're not Ex taught they're not taught to be able to withstand a challenge to their own ideologies sure and, and now to go back to what phil is saying not to go off on a tangent but yes once again it is buying it off because you're saying, all right, here's $10,000 cash, pay for the school, then be grateful for the fact, forget about the consequences of the economy, forget about the consequences of those who just paid it off in full, forget about the consequences of those who are, who are, who are not going to get the benefit of this in the future, forget about the consequences that's going to affect the economy and everything like that. Take this, vote for me, vote for me during the midterm, vote for me in the election, and just be happy that I gave you these $10,000. Don't, don't worry about where it's coming from. I think it was also, you know, uh, the timing, you know, they're not looking very good and, you know, <clears throat> wait, 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 are you saying they rated season? The are you saying season is coming up. So are you, they, wait, wait, Nick, hold on. Are you saying that they did this? Um, so this is uh, not leadership. This is no, no. Are you saying they did the student loan and they rated the former president, which has never been done in the history of time because of an election? I can't. Oh my. <laughs> That's a, you think they're manipulating us? With I got one thing to say yeah. in terms of school. Yeah. 
Thank God I got my good enough diploma. <laughs> GED. And you know, some some of these words, I want to quote from a, a very famous theologian for just a quick second. Um, his name is Amigo Montoya. He says, you keep using that word. I do not think you, you know, know what it, what it means. means. You gotta do, accent, do not think friend. it means you keep what using you think that it word. means. That was, that, that, was Andre, that was Andre that said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or was oh okay. yeah, no was that it? was a nigga montoya no i think it was the montoya you sure oh yeah come on hey. man I'm, I'm a pro in the princess okay bride. the people listening to the podcast you better do some research brother <laughs> yeah yeah there you some go. push-ups we'll bet some push-ups <laughs> and email nick at nick.com there you go but uh you know as we look at this again there's there's a letter manipulation not motivation motivation will be you know what? Go to work because what about all the people that paid off their student loans already? <laughs> you yeah, know, they yeah. worked hard, they saved, they budgeted, and then everybody else, uh, you know, hey, woo, you know, uh, the sky's the limit for you. I saw a, um, I don't know what you call it, but uh, a, like a little role play, I guess you would say. Um, and it says something like, uh, Peter became an electrician uh, after high school. He went to uh, trading school and he really worked his way up, you know, in as an electrician. Uh, and then it said, you know, like Chris went to school for philosophy um, and got into, you know, major uh, um, debt as far as his loans are concerned. Uh, Chris wants Peter to pay for his student loans. Uh, Peter just shut off Chris's electricity. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I love philosophy. So you, you just kind of. You, no, I, I too. No, you hit me where it hurts. No, no, Phil. Too, but somebody should be paying but for your thing, me, right? You hit, me, you hit me where it hurts. Okay. I'm sorry. Where it hurts. I'm, sorry. I like philosophy I, I'm offended too. by that. <laughs> well, that's I mean, okay. This, this, it's still true. And all these freebies are just like a license for loose living. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? Oh. No, well, no type of no type of responsibility and nothing. Mm, it's just mm. go ahead, do what you want. You know, we'll, we'll we'll bail you out. I want to go. I want to go full circle. Now, I would never say that this man was a virtuous man or an example of necessarily how we should live. But if we go back several decades to a Kennedy, now, not to say he was perfect, but his main argument was: ask not what your country will do for you, but what you'll do for your country, right? And that's more a motivating statement than a manipulating statement. Yes. And our leaders now are like, I'm going to give you this free stuff. <laughs> then he was like, hey, mm -hmm. I want you to join the Peace Corps. I want you to, you know, contribute back to the country. How can you make America greater again? Great you again. Know, Come on, right, get it right. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but today we're like, well, I'm going to give you this free stuff. I'm going to give you a thing. I'm going to give you gay marriage. I'm going to give you all this stuff. And I'm going to get rid of racism too. Just, just as an after, afterthought. Sexism, yeah. racism, every ism you can think of, I will take care of that for you if you vote for me. Right. Rather than self-sufficiency, being comfortable in your own skin, you know, uh, um, um, not killing that baby and just dealing with the consequences of your actions. We're going to get rid of racism by keeping racism alive. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> More racist than a racist. That's going to be the new yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, I mean, they, they, they push it harder. Kudos they, they, to the current regime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Seriously. E e e but, even, even the new mantra of white people are the most worst ever is like, 
come on. We just talked about Mao Zedong. We talked about the the different radical Muslims. We talked about the Indians and 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 that decades, hundred years of years of caste systems. Nope, it's white people. It's like no, we're all sinners under God. That's the Bible says it. It's true. And but you now, see it throughout history very yeah. clearly by naming all of these other people uh, from all these other ethnicities. I mean, it's across mm -hmm. the board. Yeah, uh, there, there's no uh, ethnic group that hasn't had a wicked leader ever you know we, we, we mean, talk about the roman british and uh, sorry the country the roman british and american empire do you know how many other emperor empires were around that were not this anglo-saxon white empire? the chinese every other emperor before us. exactly that it was an, an anomaly that they were in charge of anything india the indians uh all, we can go through the history of it. Like, um, remember the, the movie? Um, the Assyrians, yeah, the Babylonians. Yeah. Exactly. What, what was the movie where he said, this is Sparta, right? Who was attacking them? Was it white people attacking the Greeks? It was Syrians, <laughs> right? Egyptians, yeah. yeah. I didn't so. see that movie. What? This is Sparta? Well, I, no, I mean, I missed that one. Were you reading the Bible? Because that was a, that was a better. That was a better. You messed uh, up down now. He <laughs> <laughs> was talking about leading by like, like by um, example and stuff like that. You didn't. Even yeah. Well, movie. I mean, did you ever see the movie End of the Spear? Uh, that yeah, sounds nah, like like I, like I'm not mature it. enough to watch. That I know movie. I know about it, but I've yeah, never. Jim watched Elliott it. went to Ecuador yeah. to bring the gospel, and yeah. it was called End of the Spear because the all the people they were uh, the Wadani tribe. Um, I think they spoke Keche. I, I may be saying that completely backwards, um, but they would spear each other to death. One tribe would be spearing another tribe. Mm. You know, I mean, so it's it's all over. Wickedness is in the human heart. Yeah, uh, it's it's not necessarily tied to ethnicity uh, mm. per se. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, but uh, one of the things with being a leader, uh, a quality uh, would be earning trust. Uh, do you have a lot of trust in your political leaders at this time? Um, is Trump an option or like, are we still talking about? Uh, if not, no. If not, no. Okay. No, no. no Nick, no. trust. I mean, uh, I, I, what leaders are you talking about? Do you mean trust to like, manipulate? I trust him to manipulate. Like political, our political leaders. How about like uh, we have some leaders in our in our state, right? In our city, we have Mayor Adams. Wait, wait, are we talking we about New York? AOC. Okay, we're we talking have about the New president. York, we have the vice president. Wait, wait, wait. The bartender? You said? You talking about? <laughs> All out crazy. All <laughs> 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 out <Hola>, crazy. <laughs> Wow, that's a, I didn't hear that one. That's a good all out crazy. I like that. If the shoe fits, right? You mean you mean you mean the one that couldn't 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 express what a woman was and said? Oh no, that was the chief justice. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. She she was the asked. She said, she's the one who says uh, call people menstruating person. Yes, menstruating person. <laughs> oh, she couldn't say it. She to, she that was to, AOC. Yes, yeah, that's yes, AOC. Yes. <laughs> Hey, that's that's actually more accurate than most of these politicians would have gotten. To be honest with you, I just wish I had a bunch of dunce caps so I could pass them around to politicians. Well, all right, all right keep going. Away. I haven't heard a leader yet. Keep going. No, all right. right, I'm yeah. sorry, I can't think of a good leader in New York. Can they wait? All right, maybe so, upstate, maybe. Uh, you know, Ron I mean, I get this <laughs> a whole whole other state, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we had one of them up here. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we see uh, so as far as earning trust, 
when the government comes along and says, I'm here to help you, so to speak, in some kind of way. I touch my, um, I clutch my wallet. <laughs> you clutch your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I hear the government coming to help me. I'm like, where's the wallet, honey? Hide it. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> well, I mean, look at Eric Adams, right? What was his whole thing during the, um, when he was running for mayor? Everything was about cleaning up the streets. He was going to be tough on crime. So he kind of was selling it as a, he's a moderate Democrat. When in reality, he's he was like a de Blasio, you know. No, minimum. no, he's an AOC three. Yeah. And, and so like he comes on and becomes mayor and crime is just getting worse and worse. And what is he doing? It's nothing. I mean, the cops don't even want to arrest anybody because they know they're <laughs> going to end up on the street again. So where's the leadership? That was all manipulation. You know, that was all being a politician. It's just, you know, that's not leadership. There's no I, I, leadership I, there. I had a coworker say, 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 like was shocked when his first po official position was to not rescind any of the COVID restrictions. I was like, you're surprised? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, like, like, what made you think he was going to change it? Why was he going to? There's no reason they are all on board with all of the stuff, yep. you know, and, 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 and once again, when you talk about earning trust, um, uh, uh, Nick and Phil, I, I go back to the whole COVID incident where they were passing these rules and these laws and um, Cuomo's brother was diagnosed, had COVID. It was before we really understood the dynamic of it. He's out there running. He claimed he was in his house hiding out, but he wasn't. There was a, a governor of Illinois who passed his laws about staying in, in place, but he allowed his wife to go on a trip to Florida before that was enacted so she wouldn't have to endure it. You know, all these different people that were, were making all these rules and laws, and yet they were getting their haircuts at their, their favorite barbers yep. or their beauticians. Yep. So I would say I don't trust any of them. I don't care if it's New York yeah. or in other places and um, because, they're, because they're not showing any, any, any initiative because they're not following the rules that they've set for other people. Tell me if you trust this. I want to read you two uh, little two snippets that uh, Mayor Adams sent. Uh, the first one uh, says, in a matter of two days, the U.S. Supreme Court fundamentally undermined our nation's health, safety, and freedom. In a matter of minutes, you assembled a show of force and solidarity, reminding the world that our city doesn't back down from, a, here's the words, a righteous fight. What's the righteous fight he's talking about? between Thursday's reckless decision to overturn New York State's conceal and carry laws and Friday's tragic move to overturn Roe v. Wade last week felt like a moment of despair. Abortion is illegal in New York City and we're moving, listen here, we go, heaven and earth to make abortion care accessible and affordable <laughs> to anyone who needs it. We will continue to show care. the world what a pragmatic, progressive, <laughs> city can do now, oh, now abortion and care just don't go together <laughs> no it's a well, how about the right it's a righteous fight yes, yes but wait that's our word this this gets me upset i'm sorry mayor adams you're using our word for your sinful agenda our word from the scriptures righteousness has to do with being right in God's sight and following God's law. You're going against God's law and using our language to go against God's law. Can't do it. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. And here, here, here's the other one. You could still comment on, on, on the first one. 
Here's the second one. Um, the war on drugs has torn communities apart for too long. And now we have legal cannabis mark, market focus on justice first and foremost. What do they have to do with each other? Justice and smoke and weed. <laughs> exactly. What, no, what does that have to do with each but, other? But you know, you know the word justice and righteousness are, are synonymous terms with each other. You're yeah. you're the West Indian wordsmith. Is that correct, Glenn? Uh, <laughs> justice and righteousness synonymous terms. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't I don't uh I don't think they know what the words mean though. The well, how do you it? apply them to getting high and murdering children? No, you gotta understand that, right? That when Bill Clinton and, and Biden passed a bill for harsh punishment for, for drug dealers, which I agreed with, some drug dealers who weren't as bad as others got really high sentences. So the solution and the way to have righteousness and justice is to let everyone do drugs. <laughs> I Great just, solution. I, yeah, you know, I, I didn't say it made sense, but that's 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 how this equalizes. To go back to the to the um, to the amendment about the the gun. Now, in New York, it's almost impossible to get a gun. All the Supreme Court said was maybe you don't have to make it completely impossible. So how is that an injustice? In New York, you can still have an abortion. Now they're saying, hey, maybe if someone doesn't want to do it, they can they can maybe pass a law about it. That's the end of the world. It's like. Why are you afraid of the choice? Because you know that at the end of the day, it's murdering babies. At the end of the day, you know that people want to protect themselves. And the, once again, the hypocrisy is that these people have armed guards, armed security, and lived in gated communities. But they don't need a gun. Right. Well, I think Joe Biden is having a wall built around his Delaware residence. <laughs> but yet the border is like, hey, you want to come on in? Come on down. Mm -hmm. Um. And, well, right. uh, they, 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 they're mis they're, I think, just kind of um, misinterpreting their their leadership. You know, they see leadership as having power. Yeah. You know? Well, isn't that? But doesn't that go back to Jesus's words about lording it over the people? Yeah. Yes. So that mean the the, the the vaccine mandates that was lording it over the people. Yeah, that's what I said. The uh, hypocrisy. To the hypocrisy. Nth degree. It was definitely lording it over the people, yeah. you know, and it's amazing. No one seemed to look to the words of Jesus, but, uh, you know, I am leader. Hear me roar. I have position. You do what I say. Mm -hmm. um, but they used Jesus, right? They even, use, even, they use oh, Jesus right. They try, to use, yes. Yes. they try to use the, the Joel Steen style Jesus to say, you know, if Jesus was here, you take the vaccine. Yeah. You you know, know. He but, wants you to take it. But, 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 but what Jesus do. What would Jesus do? Right? I don't think they wanted Jesus to do what Jesus would do. <laughs> yeah, you don't want Jesus. It would, I don't think you want him to well. do. It wouldn't, it wouldn't end well. Like I said, the whole, and I think that's what offended me the most was during the COVID the saying all these different ridiculous rules they made up and how we're, and how we were treated as idiots for not following it. And lo and behold, two to three years later, now we're like prophets. <laughs> Because every single thing that we said when we were doing it was the always podcast, about profit, Glenn. It was always about profit. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, remember, masked, no big deal. Right. Six feet distance, no big deal. Having the remember, it was everyone had to have the vaccine. Did we, I don't think we ever reached the the vaccine number they wanted, but everyone seems to be okay. Children, they're, they're, 
like they're still vaccinating kids for what they're still firing people they're still firing people they're still vaccinating mm -hmm. the kids and then they're complaining about how there's not enough nurses and there's so, not enough police officers i'm like i wonder why there are no more of those people not enough emts either <laughs> right well i think it was i think it was uh peter Ducey, if i'm saying his name right yeah. um and he went on um he was speaking to the white house Oh, I'm going to get the title wrong. Uh, the new lady. Um, you mean the. Um, uh, not ah. the secretary. No, the I, White can't, House I can't. Spoke, uh, spokesperson. I think it's saying wrong I forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think um, that's correct. Yeah. But uh, he, he asked a very oh, legitimate question. A crazy chick. Yeah. Another she's, not, she's not there anymore. I think she left. She got tired of lying. No, a oh, new, Saki, there's a new not, one. Not, not oh, it's Saki. a new one that's lying. Okay. Not Saki, the new one. No, not Jen Saki. She was no. the first one. Press Wacky secretary. Saki. That's Wacky it. Saki. Press secretary. Press, there we go. The press secretary. I don't know. I, I was trying to think of liar and chief. Oh, yeah. I was thinking right. about chief so the liar. New one, another, she's the another one. dunce cap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you're going to have to go on Amazon and order a lot of caps. <laughs> but he said, so a professional athlete can't come to the U.S. and play like in the U.S. Open, um, but people can pour across the border without being vaccinated, and 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 they'll pack them into a truck six without six feet distance to drive up to New York. <laughs> but I mean, it, they can just go about and do whatever and not get vaxxed. Look, we but don't a know where that professional player been. must get vaxxed. We don't know where that we don't know where that player has been. Let's let's right. let's and, get this straight. And but but immigrants who illegally cross the border are as clean as the white driven snow. And then and then Eric Adams says, "Come on, nothing wrong. Up. Come on over here. Send the immigrants over here. We'll welcome them." And then, like, then when they come, he's like, weeks, "Why are you bringing them? Yo, this is a problem." Talking <laughs> <laughs> yes. both sides of your mouth, homeboy. Like, wait, when is this gonna stop? You know. But I, but I, I I have to explain Free the new dynamic. The new dynamic: an immigrant. Illegal immigrant, especially, can never do any wrong. They cannot be criminals. They can't have diseases. They, they, there's, they, their motivation is pure. They're better than the Americans that are here. They are nicer, kinder, and they should deserve every credit. If you are a citizen or you are someone who's trying to get here legally, you have to get all these things done to you because we don't know. We can't. We can't trust you. But if you're you know, an if you're an illegal immigrant who's broken the laws of the United States, you are up here. I think they're trying to use Jesus's um, teaching in the wrong way. Oh, listen, I mean, they're just going against it. It just shows you, you know, where yeah. it's at. Listen, I had a, I had a patient, right? Mm -hmm. This was a drunk guy. And we couldn't even find this guy because he was like sleeping in the grass and he blended in with, he blended in with the rocks and the grass. Mm -hmm. And he was we green? finally, we finally find this guy. We get him up and he's only speaks Spanish. And he's giving us this whole thing about how he just came from California, this, that, and the third. So, we, you know, we're we like um, checking him out. So come to find out, I said, are you a citizen? He was like, no, 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 no. So we're like trying <laughs> to get his information. So we're looking through his pockets and stuff. Come to find out he's got a voter's card. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh... you say you're not a citizen? What are you doing with this car? <laughs> hey, like, hey, let's keep the conspiracy down. I know it's real, but <laughs> so every vote is correct. Yeah, especially the last I mean, election. There's no bad votes in there. This is where we at. Yeah. Earning earning trust. I mean, uh thank God that we have our trust in Christ. 
because mm -hmm. if we had to have all of our trust in in politicians and and the like i mean you just lose your mind we would be very joyless oh my goodness uh, terribly so um, you know, it's amazing when the apostle Paul was on the ship and the ship was going to sink, everybody looked to him for leadership, although he was the lowest man on the totem pole he, and he was a prisoner and they yeah. all listened to him on the ship. And so it just goes to show you, Paul didn't have a title at the time, no, but he was he given throughout these different, he just threw out these, you know, throughout these little commands, you know, listen, if you let those guys escape, we're all going down. Right. <laughs> like, and they listen like, to well, him. Maybe we should listen to what he has to say. Yeah, <laughs> but, 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 yeah but like I said, I think it'd be fair to say that, you know, leaders should earn trust. They should be taking initiative. They should be courageous. They should be taking charge, right? These are all things that 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 would represent it. For example, I'll give you an example of, um, I forget his name. He was, um, I think he's a senator from Arkansas or a senator from uh, one of those counties. And he was one of the first people saying, hey, we need to remove the mask mandate from planes. It's completely meaningless. There is no extra danger. The old air conditioner thing is all nonsense. Let's remove it. And everyone laughed at him from the Republican down to conservative to Democrat to everyone laughed at him. And he kept saying it when no one wanted to have the courage to say it because it was a stupid rule that was literally saving no one, but it was causing a, a lot of havoc for people. And I felt that was a, a taking initiative. It was taking courage and it was taking charge. And it took two to three years, but they finally rescinded it. And now it's like common sense. But back then it was like, hey, sometimes you have to be the one person saying, this is not right. This does not make sense. This is not something that we should be doing. And I think um, if we had leaders like that who were able to learn trust and would take initiative, had courage and would take in charge, we would be in a completely different <laughs> society. Um, Paul and Paul earned that trust. Yeah, the Roman yeah. God trusted him enough to let him, you know, go out with uh, to get medical aid. Um, mm -hmm. Where was it? Where was it, Pastor Phil? He was sent. He was sent to a friend's house or something. Um, yeah, even 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 the example of when the prison was open and they and they and he stayed and the guy was like, "You didn't leave." He's like, "No, no, we're gonna," you know. Yeah, he told the. He I told know if the you Roman leave, God. you're gonna die. Yeah, he if told you the leave, Roman God, die, you know, so I'm he was say. about to kill himself. Yeah, he said, "Don't kill yourself." Where? Yeah. yeah, this the small port. Uh, the town of Lycia, uh, mm -hmm. they had uh, supplies and accommodations. Um, yeah, he, so he, he, he let, him let him go by himself. He let him go. Yeah, no guards. And, and, and he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back. And he did. That's what he came back is. as a prisoner. And he helped, he helped everybody on board. Yep. Um, and certainly this wasn't Paul's first rodeo. And, and although there were very powerful men on board, um, there was a centurion and other Roman soldiers from the Imperial Regiment. Paul was in charge and they mm -hmm. listened to him. And so it would seem that, you know, as, as believers, uh, that earning trust should be something that we should be able to uh, earn naturally by being believers, that we should be able to earn the trust of others. Now, I understand that we live in a day and an age where people don't trust anybody. They don't trust law enforcement. They don't trust government. They don't trust preachers. Um, they, you know, uh, people only, only trust themselves, so to speak. But I think as believers, when you show yourself trustworthy, you do what you say you're going to do. You let your yes be yes and your no be no. Um, you know, unlike many of our politicians, I think that people can see that when you say yes and you say no, you can take that to the bank. Now, 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 Nick, you brought up 
such someone who was an effective leader, but not necessarily a good leader. I think that goes to our next point. Like what differentiate that? Would you say it's the their moral views, like how they see the world or the difference between an effective leader necessarily and a good leader? I think a large part of it is due to morality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, who, who do you, who do you serve? Yeah. Because if you, you know, I mean, Adolf was an atheist, if I'm correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he did he, not he value life. Of, he used parts of the Bible to, as his impetus, but he was atheist. All yeah, he twisted he, scripture. He twisted it to make the, 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 the great race be the Aryan race, be the white right. race. We was talking about. But he dehumanized, he dehumanized the Jews. Exactly. He, and, I mean, and, he was and effective in what and he everybody. did, but yeah, he was yeah. not a good leader. Yeah, you know, yeah, in, yeah. In he, was he was He was an unrighteous. Yeah. He was a wicked right. leader. He wasn't he was a righteous unrighteous. leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of like uh, again. I was going back to Mayor Adams and just looking up. You know, like oh, that, uh, that's a, that's a quick transition there. Yeah, you like that, right? <laughs> and uh, he's very faith-based stuff. Um, so he's he's trying to get involved with you know the faith-based community. Oh yeah, but it's I only the faith-based that. community that is is liberal, really, because he's he's not married. He's mm-hmm. got a girlfriend, and I believe he's got a child. So, which tells you he he can't believe in the sanctity of marriage. Because what you talking about, Willis? How he had a child without marriage? What's going well, on here? Well, you know, so, I mean, he obviously holds to fornication. Mm-hmm. Um, he holds to, you know, marijuana smoking. Not that he himself he has done that. I, I don't know. We know he holds to abortion. So the, the, the moral views of a leader, you know, if they have really poor moral views, I mean, I, how am I going to trust them? This is all goes back to wait, the wait. manipulation. Yeah. back to manipulation yeah. i mean i mean yeah. look he's like even this picture over here with with you know it says you know faith is the driving force of any great nation mm-hmm. and it's at the heart of the work we'll do in the city in city hall thank you to the women faith leaders who joined me this morning in the mayor's office and he's praying with a bunch of quote-unquote women faith leaders <laughs> you know and right there there's, there's just a, a crack in your armor if if you're in any way saying that you're a Christian, what, what, you know, what? because what what women faith leaders are you talking about women pastors that the Bible, you know, is strictly against? He's never. Right. I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever <laughs> read the Bible. So, so Nick. So remember, he had a spiritual journey where he traveled to Ghana, and right. you know, he was mentored by a Brooklyn pastor, and then he did meditation and he collected images of Buddha during his travel. So. It, trying to cover all bases. All, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's look. Yeah. He, he this is called interfaith. Journey. Yes, <laughs> this is called the spiritual <laughs> smorgasbord, which leads to uh, votes nowhere. <laughs> I mean, I mean, votes. yeah. I mean, I, I would have more respect if he was like a straight Muslim, or he was even just said, "I'm an atheist." But to co-opt it, to it's a manipulation to say, "Well, we're interfaith and faith and." It's 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 a it's the the thing, and then every single thing you do is opposite to any of the religion right. that you're you're kind of co-opting. So it's not it's you know so this is another failure in leadership that he takes is not taking a stance, yeah, in in, in a particular belief that he has. Yeah, it's, so, it's morally. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter. He's gonna put the kufi on, you know, where, <laughs> where he needs to. He'll bring his Bible into the room where he needs to. You know what I mean? And 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 he'll be a Jew when he needs to. Exactly, you know, exactly, and, exactly. And that's not taking a stance. So, uh, you know, that's another failure in leadership. Um, yeah. Sorry yes. that we're beating up on Eric Adams, but 
not so sorry. No, no. <laughs> my my favorite person to beat up is out. Uh, that's that's Cuomo. And, 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 <laughs> Cuomo for that's another that leading by not by example where like I, I have I was forced to go through the um, sexual harassment training where I learned that you know about transgender and how it's the same and how the biggest people who are affected by by sexual harassment is transgender and I learned about sex and how men and women can and like I went through this whole training and I said okay I had to do it everybody has to do it. Didn't come to find out that the, the the mayor who 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 enforced that didn't understand what sexual harassment was, and and his excuse was that you know it's he's old fashioned and this is how he used to be back in the day. Well, you, then why did you make us all take this class if you didn't take the class? I, I don't understand it. Like, how can you be accused of the same thing you told us to avoid? But there is no responsibility, and I'm not saying he necessarily did it or deserved to be taken out, but he seemed to confuse as to what sexual harassment was. And it just seems like, well, like, like what's going on here? You know what I mean? You know, anyone can be accused of anything, but his defense was, that's just how, you know, old school, you know, I, you know, this is just, just how, like, then that's not an understanding of what harassment is, you know, and, and, and these things get a little frustrating, you know, I'm willing to look Christians by definition are rule followers and I will do what I have to do to, to be a good citizen. But then when you see the very leaders who are saying this is something that's healthy and necessary, do not do the same things. It is a very hard sell. It's a very hard the, sell. The Christians are followers, but we are for, foremost followers of Christ. So we can't, we can't follow a, mm -hmm. an earthly leader who is, you know, trying to lead us away from Christ or, or lead us or into doing things against what God's law says not right. to do. So, yeah. So, so morality <clears throat> is, is number one. Right. And then the style, like how, like what is, I mean, we, I think we touched on it a couple of times, but the style or philosophy of leadership is also a big proponent of what is a good leader, right? Yeah. You have to be able to see their philosophy of, mm. of leadership. Mm. And I mean, there, there's going to be not a consistency per se, but there's going to be some kind of track record that mm. you can look to and say, okay, well, what is this? What's their philosophy of, of leadership? I mean, and again, you know, when I looked at, you know, Mayor Adams, um, you know, he had a, he had a girlfriend, he had a kid with that girl. So, you know, he's, he, I mean, the Bible calls that fornication. Didn't marry him. Didn't marry her. Didn't, didn't no, make didn't it a legitimate her. union. Yeah. Um, you know, and we know his stances already on, on, on marijuana. We know his stances on abortion um, and uh, mar obviously marriage, you know, that's, that's out the window. And so, you know, it, all of that plays into somebody's philosophy of leadership, because look how you lead your own life. If you lead yourself in this way, how are you going to lead other people? Um, which is why the scripture obviously points to elders and say, you have to be able to lead your home first and, and properly and godly, because if you can't lead your home, you can't lead something larger, like, like the body of Christ. So uh, there, there's these things. So we don't want to uh manipulate people we have to earn uh, trust via our character take take initiative and when you're taking initiative you have to take initiative for things that are right not just take initiative but take initiative for things that are right and we have to compare those things to scripture so are you know are you leading a you know a protest but for, but for what what is the uh, um what is the subject matter what is the group that you're joining with uh, in your protest um so i mean how many leaders jumped on with blm 
and you know and what what were they really protesting for okay yes we don't agree with murdering people in any way shape or form but you're protesting and pushing a, a marxist philosophy or an ethnic gnosticism philosophy which is both are unbiblical and all of it is out of fear it's they're all scared, out of fear. they're scared to stand because they might these these christian leaders they're scared to stand and say something right because either they wholeheartedly believe it themselves or if they, they do say something they're going to lose people mm. <clears throat> and did then that's going to affect them you're right i mean did you ever read barack obama's uh keynote speech no. on a father's on one of the father's day i mean it was really i heard it was, about it it's pretty decent was it was like one of the, decent. Isn't, isn't that like one of the only the side one of the only solid things he said he, uh, he didn't say much <laughs> yeah, that and osama bin laden is dead but you know but i mean but i'm sorry we killed him yeah but, but I mean, he took a lot of slack from liberals on on hoisting up fathers. And I, I think he switched right after that. But yes, he was able to to, to say that. I, I remember that. And and he's uh, and I often quote him on that to mess to say, "Hey, look, even Obama said this." Yeah, I mean that mm -hmm. that aspect on that point. Let me be very. Let me be clear. <laughs> so you mean out of the hour speech, only the two minutes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me be clear. Besides, right? that's, besides, that's what besides, he always said when he wants you to really morning. understand yeah. him. Yeah. Let me be clear. Let um, me be clear. And then there it was. You know, he gave a good speech concerning fathers, which I would agree with. Uh, of course, it. You know, it, the Bible already pointed to all of that already, and breaking those. Uh, you know, not being a father has the sinful ramifications, many of which he named. But for the most part, did, you know, did I trust his leadership? I did not. And, and, and understand, if you're listening, uh, saying that you don't like someone's leadership doesn't mean you hate the individual because the world doesn't have a category. Like if you, oh, if you don't like Obama's leadership, then you hate him. Or if you don't like this person's leadership, then you hate the person. No, you can disagree with their leadership and still love the individual because you want to see them come to Christ. You don't want to see them go to hell. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the other aspect is uh, take initiative. You want to be courageous. And again, you want to be courageous to stand for the right things. We yeah, got people standing yeah. for the wrong things. That, that's not, that's not, it, ta it takes no courage to stand for the wrong things. All you have to do is bend. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is bend. Um, you know, you're like the weeping willow. You just kind of melt uh, to the culture. But if you stand against the waves, so to speak, those waves are powerful and you stand there. I remember watching the karate kid. And he said, first learn balance. And he put him in the waves to be you know, pummeled by the waves and try to stand against opposition. And right. So if if unrighteous opposition is coming, you're trying to stand in righteousness. I mean, that's courage. You guys have any examples of that off the top? Like I said, I told you about that, that, that senator that, that stood firm right. on, on, on those things. Um, I also think, you know, for all the mistakes Trump made, he he was courageous in certain things, and I think, you know, especially when the 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 riots were happening, the, the stuff, and he said, "No, this is wrong." He said, "This is not correct. This is not the way we're hacking." And it sounded horrible, 
and they used it against them. But I think that was leadership at that time to say, hey, this is not how we're supposed to operate. When a lot of politicians, even on our even on the conservative side, were like, well, we got, you know, and, you know, and they were holding hands. It's like, no, no, we're not going to get rid of our leaders just because the leaders weren't did things that are objectionable. We're not going to destroy history because of these one or two things, you know, and I think some of the and some of the senators who stood with him were saying, hey, don't agree with everything he says, disagree with a lot of what he says, but this is right. And I think in the terms of leadership, now I know in personal lives, you know, we may know many different people, but I'll say in, in those kind of things, it's, it's especially in this culture where you can be destroyed and canceled. I think a lot of people are saying, hey, no, this is wrong. I don't agree with that. I think the, um, the George Floyd and all that stuff where a lot of people were like, hey, no, I, I, I'm not on board with this Black Lives Matter stuff. This is not right. You know, I, I don't hate white people. I do not want to demonize every white people. I don't think because his great, 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 great grandfather was bad to the black people that I should somehow be bad to this person. And I think those are the kind of people that I, I would align with, even if I don't agree with every single thing they have, but they're courageous on the moral issues and the things that are they know to be right and true. Yeah, yeah, you know. Because I think about John the Baptist, Boom. you know, and he stood up to Herod, calling out what Herod was doing was a sin, you know. He says, uh, oh, yeah. It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Everybody, everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone else, even people who are godly were like, hey, let's not say yeah. anything. Let's not. Yeah, no, no, nobody, nobody yeah. else would have said it to him. No, no. Even and though no. everybody knew the fact. You yeah. Know? And he stood and, and yeah, yeah, it ultimately cost his life. Yeah. But, mm. you know, the point of the matter is who are we trying to please mm -hmm. you know, or, we, or even the prophet trying, nathan mm -hmm. are we trying to please god or, or are we trying to please man and yeah. and just you know kind of flow along for the sake of quote-unquote peace i want he, peace with god amen yeah. amen amen even the prophet nathan when he goes to david and says you are that man <laughs> that's not, i don't <laughs> yeah, think that right? was not a, that's the most powerful man that in the world at that point and you go tell him that you are wrong for all the things that you did mm -hmm. and david could have took it a different direction but he was courageous in saying because no one else wanted to, they all knew what he did was wrong but the prophet went to him and said hey what would, what would you do if this man did this and I, and, and remember courage is not always just getting to people's faces it's just standing for what is right yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was uh, King Jehoshaphat uh, said that uh, Micaiah, the prophet, he, he never prophesied anything good. We, let's not ask him. <laughs> yes. He always prophesied bad things against me. <laughs> I remember that. You know? yeah. <laughs> let's he's go the, ask he's somebody. The prophet negative. Yeah. yeah. Negative prophet. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, I mean, he was being righteous. He was being truthful. <laughs> he works for Fox. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Tune into CNN. Yeah, you're not you're like, let's go, let's go ask. Him let's if we're go to CNN, harvest. the Communist News Network. They were like, let's go ask the prophet if we're gonna get a harvest this year. He's gonna say no. Don't even. Bother. No, <laughs> no we're let's not ask. Dead. Let's not ask Micaiah if our student loans are gonna be forgiven. You know, he's always got a bad answer. Nope. Are we sinners? Yes. Ah, oh, man, I knew you were gonna say that. You know, but some people they want you to tell them what. You know, they want to be told what they want to hear, even if it's, you know, stroking their sinful desires, not what they need to hear. But I mean, as you know, a good leader is going to tell you the righteous thing that you need to hear, not what you want. He's not going to tickle your ears. And we had a lot of ear ticklers and people tickle ears because they want votes. They want to get influence. Uh, and, and make all kind of promises 
but they have to break God's law to do it. They have to go against the God of the universe because it, it goes to show they don't want to be led by God in the end. They want to be God in that respect. They want to make up their own commandments, their own philosophies, and they want to carry them forth and say, not your will, but my will be done. And they lord it over the people. Nick, I see that look. No, I ain't got nothing for you. Because, <laughs> Nick, you always have something. But we have this other one here as well. Taking charge. Taking charge. Um, we have people that try to take charge, but they're not leaders. But they, you know, they just try to take, they, they try to take charge only because uh, they have the, um, the title. You just need to do it because, you know, my name is, is on the door. You know, I had, I worked for somebody one time and a uh, person did something that I found highly disrespectful and uh, kind of like left their stuff all over my office. And I sent it with somebody to their office and the, the leader sent it back to me and said, you know, I, I pay the bills. I'll leave my clothes where I want to. But I'm so unprofessional because I'm like trying to keep my office neat. You can't leave your clothes on the floor. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, did that make me uh, uh, think that he was really in charge by saying, I, you know, I, I pay the rent. So, therefore, I leave my clothes where I want? Negative. Sometimes I think that just incites rebellion too. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, just think about Pilate and his leadership, right? He tried mm -hmm. to take charge, but then the people said, you know, um, they they put him between a rock and a hard place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, anyone um, basically who, who, who didn't want to go against Jesus, uh, you know, they, they were an enemy of Caesar. <laughs> so, I mean... You know, he, he was he was pandering to the people because he he pronounced Jesus to be innocent. He said, I find no fault in this just man. And then proceeded to say, you know, well, then, then he tried another trick, right? I'll he trade said, him off. Yeah. Then, <laughs> um, then he said, all right, you want Barabbas or Jesus to be released? I'll release one. So, yeah, he put it on. He put it on them. He passed right. the buck. <laughs> and then. He took some water and he washed his hands, mm -hmm. right? Symbolically showing the people, you know, your, your blood is around your own heads. I'm, I'm innocent of this, but he wasn't innocent. You're the leader. You, you, you mm -hmm. made a decision. You're not innocent. I was just slick talk. Slicker yeah. then? <laughs> Slick. <laughs> Come on, Nick, throw, throw out the one-liner. Slicker than a can of oil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I needed that. <laughs> but, you know, we have we have all of these aspects of, of leaders. And so practically speaking, though, um, when you have discernment, when you know the difference between righteous and unrighteous, you need to be able to look at the leaders that you have in your life. It could be a boss. Um, it could be a pastor, could be a political leader, uh, and the like. Um, what is your, 
what is your discernment as you're looking at these leaders? They might be uh, loud, um, but it's not about being loud or boisterous or lording it over the people, whatever that may be. But it is about what Jesus said initially when Jesus said, whoever wants to be first among you must be your slave or your servant, even as the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, do the leaders you follow, do they serve the people or do they bark for the people to always serve them? Mm -hmm. So think about your leaders and maybe you've never taken scripture and use scripture to discern someone's leadership, but that's what we need to use. We need to use the scriptures to discern people's leadership. Nope. There's, Len, no, there's no models either. Say again? Like, like a lot of people don't have models uh, of leadership starting in the home, you know, where, where, they, where that can flow out into the rest of the world. You know, we don't have strong men who are being leaders in the homes if if they're if they're at home <laughs> at all you know well that's and, a, that's a strong point nick i think because your first um exposure to leadership comes when you're born you're born mm -hmm. into a family um and some people bo are born into families and leadership is not not very good and some people mm -hmm. are born into families and the leadership is very good but um, yeah, so you know what what are you learning about leadership from your first waking moment and and all of that affects you. And let's say that you've been under bad leadership for a long time. Let's say you're in a bad church. Well, should, you know, uh, should you stay there? Should you stay there? Uh, maybe not. Um, especially if the moral views are unbiblical, uh, that's not the place that you want to be. Um, and so you want to, if you've had a bad leaders, let's say in the church then find a healthy church and put yourself under a good and godly leader. So you can learn the right things to do. You've already learned what you shouldn't do. Now you can learn the right things to do. <laughs> and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, thank God for his grace and mercy um, I've served under certain pastors, although not all, uh, that showed me what I should not do in in leadership. Hmm. Have, have you guys ever been under bad pastoral leadership? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I guess what happened with me in terms of where I was at and the, and the leadership that I saw in the church, I started to realize that um, I guess what stood out to me most at one point when they were teaching through Romans in Sunday school and they were skipping through all the quote unquote controversial passages. So it was almost like, <laughs> let's take a leap from, you know, Romans chapter eight and let's jump right into Romans chapter 10 because, you know, and then when they did talk about Romans chapter nine, it was very, you know, just very quick and and so I just started to question all of that and just seeing where their heads were and stuff like that. They they wanted a new building, but yet we're not being focused on feeding the flock. And when I, I started to really, really study the scriptures even more and then started to look at 
you know, my, my leaders at that point in time, then I started to see, you know, I said, I'm a leader at my home. And it's my responsibility to make sure that my wife is fed, that my daughter is fed, that my sons are fed. And, and, and if that's not happening, you know, in the church, you know, outside of what I'm supposed to do at home, then I have to go. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, Nick, when I first met you, uh, this was a topic of uh, introduction, I should say, because you said you were in a good seminary. And then I said, are you in a good church? And you said, no. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember. said, you're a danger to the kingdom. <laughs> Yes. And that I was our away, I said, who does that guy think he is? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're a danger in the kingdom. He said, why? So I said, well, you know, you're in a good seminary, but you can't practice what you're learning in an unhealthy church because they won't, they won't allow you to, to, you know, to practice such things. Amen. All right. Glenroy, uh, let's each give a, a final word before we wrap up for this evening or though you may be listening to this in the morning or the afternoon as well. Uh, leadership, Glenn, what should we have our listeners focus on when they're discerning uh, leaders in their lives and some practical advice you can give them? You know, I, I, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but um, I think a lot of what we were saying was don't necessarily listen to what people are saying, though it's important. If they're saying the right things, it's a good first step. But what are they doing? Are they saying things that are moral and doing things that are moral and then passing laws that are moral, which lead to moral morality? Or are they saying moral things, but doing the opposite? Are they, are they saying bad things, but hinting at moral things? I think we need to be looking at actions a lot more, I think, um, rather than intention, rather than, like you said, when you talked about Obama, it was like, you know, just because you like him as a person or you like the way he talks, or you like her, or you like the way she looks, doesn't mean that 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 leader is has your best interest at heart. And I think we need to be looking. It's kind of hard sometimes to see how a leader serves, um, but I think what they say, what bills they pass, are very very important. I would rather have a person who's passing very good bills, saying good things, and who might be morally. Uh, I'm not sure about. I don't know if I would have a drink, uh, have a drink of uh, coffee with them but they're actually doing things that are leading towards what we want, as opposed to someone who uh, says the right things, but doesn't do the right things. So I think that's something that we all, from any persuasion, from any group, from whether it's church, whether it's in um, a bowling team, can, can, can easily see based on their actions. I, I just want to see you bowl, brother. I'm pretty good, you know. I can, you know. Okay, you, know, you know. I can do some splits. I can do some splits. You do some splits. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nick, my my wife beat me when she was pregnant. <laughs> I can't bowl. <laughs> she she could probably beat me too. But you know, you know. Wow. hey, from the from the from the kitty one, everybody's good. <laughs> they have to um, put the bumpers up when you bowl, Nick. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. <laughs> might as well. He's still gonna miss it. He's still gonna miss it. Um, you want to look when you're looking at someone who's considered a leader um, you want to see how they line up with scripture mm. and where and where and where that fails um, you take your stance <laughs> you know siding with what the word of God says and I mean take your stance because too many of us say you know 
um, we line them up and we see that, oh, they're falling short. And all we do is talk behind closed doors. But we need to stand, you know, yeah. because otherwise all of this is just going to continue. So so where are the ones who are going to, you know, walk through that fire? Because, yeah, we need those leaders. We need those leaders to, to combat the current leaders that we have. Men who stand um, and, and stand on the word as, as the standard. Um, Amen. And, and, and it starts at home. I really believe that it starts at home. <clears throat> you know. Uh, yep. So I think we definitely need to strengthen our homes. Uh, if you're a husband, a father listening to this, are you pro- effectively leading in your home? Are you ha- having times of catechism, times of family worship in your home? Are you teaching your kids the scriptures, not pushing them off to a children's ministry or youth group and say, you do my job for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Are you doing it in the home? It, it has to happen. Uh, also uh, realize if you are a leader, if you're a pastor, uh, you have to tell the truth, uh, even when it's not pretty. Um, truth telling is not always neat. It's not always pretty. Uh, Paul told the people on board that they would live on the ship, but he also told them that they would run aground on a certain island. So he, he told them the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't shrink back from telling them the truth, the whole truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And so, uh, do you shrink back from uh, telling the truth for fear of offending others? Now, you're not seeking, you're not trying to offend purposely, but the truth by its nature it's offensive and so when you have to speak truth and that's what we are to speak um are you effective at doing that and are you forthright uh, are you optimistic and enthusiastic and as well as covering some of the other uh, items uh, that we previously mentioned do you build others up do you tear others down uh, and again this is building them up with encouragement and godliness uh, not telling someone they did a great job when it was terrible, that, you know, not lying to them. Um, if someone is in a sinful lifestyle, not encouraging them in that sinful lifestyle so you can gain a friend. Um, you know, how to win friends and influence people. Want to win friends and influence people? Read the scriptures and do what it says. Uh, we have to lead well. And one of my favorite uh, quotes, although it's not necessarily a leadership book, which people use it for, Nehemiah was on the wall. He had a trowel in one hand and a sword in the other hand. And they tried to get him to come down from his work and, and stop it. And he said, I'm doing a great work. I cannot come down. Why should the work cease and me come down to you? So uh, stay above uh, the fray. Stay uh, above the line in righteousness. And when you lead, if you are a leader, lead well. And if you follow leaders, Follow leaders who who lead in righteousness. Well, brothers, thank you so much uh, tonight for uh, taking the time to listen to our podcast. Uh, Thank you for our co-host tonight once again. And thank you all for taking this time to stop and think about it. Continue to look for upcoming episodes. I believe we're going to go into the Psalms. Um, and how they inform every aspect of our life, our theology, our emotions, our situations, and so on and so forth. So I'm really looking forward to that. Love the book of Psalms. You should love it too. 
Uh, also, we continue to put up uh, new merchandise on our website. We're putting up a new shirt that says Christ, our greatest treasure. Uh, so just got this graphically designed. This should be up on the website probably this upcoming week. So look for that. And if you would support us, uh, I think that's a shirt that will certainly uh, get a lot of conversation started. And that's what we're trying to have this merchandise for. So people can read it and see it. And uh, we can have conversations about the gospel. And, and Nick, Nick and Nick and uh, Glenn bobblehead uh, dolls are coming up soon too. Yes, yes, uh, be great. I like that. Well, you got a nice head, like Rocky said. You got a good head. And si yeah, it's gonna say "Sinner Saved by Grace," and we're just gonna go. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> In a store near you. There you go, and I'm gonna have the one like this, <laughs> Chief of Sinners. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Amen. Well, thank you for taking this time to stop and think about it. If you would like to contact us, please email us at stopandthinkcrew at gmail.com. You could also visit our website at www.stopandthinkpodcast.com. This podcast is listener supported by generous people like you. You can give a tax-deductible donation at our affiliate ministry at www.soulfishingministries.org and click on our donate link to give securely through PayPal. Thank you for listening to Stop and Think About It.